Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hey. I, t- I just told Alexis, please hurry up. We need to record this intro because I need to go get my nails done. It's really important. You're ridiculous. Literally guys, ridiculous. I'm going to get the Haley Bieber nails. Ooh, love it. Mm-hmm. I've been I thinking about doing know. that for my yeah. wedding. I'll, I'll let you know what I think about it because um, I figured it would be a pretty option for a wedding. I just am tired of like, I've been getting the same, like just like light pink and I want to spice it up, but I don't want to color because I'm going to an engagement party this weekend and my dress is super colorful. So I don't want to be like, the color looking girl. like a maniac yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. everyone's like what is, who is this yeah. why does she have so much going on like because mm-hmm. that's not really my vibes anyway um but i was looking up oh, while we were recording i was looking up my nail salon on instagram i was like do they do the Haley bieber nails <laughs> and that's their most recent photo so that's oh they do love it yeah i love your nail girl too she's dude sweetie. she's so crazy and fun um and i also I, I don't know if anybody can relate to this i used to love getting my nails done i used to love it now I'm sitting there and I'm like, I want to touch my phone. I want. Yeah. I'm bored. The HGTV that's muted that I'm like staring <laughs> at. Like, I'm like, I have to get a pedicure today, and I'm like, I do not want to sit still for that long. Like, I've had too much coffee for that. Do they but do I'm your pedicure at the same time as your nails? It depends how busy they are. Cause usually I'll just stay on my phone when I get a pedicure. It depends how busy they are, honestly. Um, but I've also okay. Here's something that I've been working on this week. And do you want to know something, you guys? I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I think I did, especially in the beginning of 2022, trying to get my screen time down. My screen time for the past, like, five weeks has been going down every single week. And I'm down to six hours a day, average. Which is pretty good when my job is social media, you know? Yeah, no, that's pretty good, honestly. Like, because it used to be eight. Yeah, mine is, like, (coughs) mine is around my eight-hour range not gonna mine okay my daily average has been skewed because I I've like mentioned I've said boyfriend so many times but I haven't like actually said I have a boyfriend now um Uh, I have to I have to interrupt you that you have at any I I love it so I didn't want to mention anything but you at any possible I just have problems like just be quiet like I don't want to hear I don't want to know so my boyfriend did this and my boyfriend did this well it sounds annoying because I'm saying my boyfriend because I'm not saying his name because I don't want to expose him because his first name is definitely gonna elicit people anyway anyway y'all it's like I, I am that annoying girl anyway but I've been trying to be on my phone less like when I'm with him so then it's skewed because like I'm not on my phone at all when I'm with him and then the days that I'm alone I'm on my phone a bunch so I'm still probably right. on my phone the same amount the days that I'm alone but right. I'm just like I don't know anyway um just em- Alexis is embarrassing me to all of our <laughs> listeners <laughs> I mean I don't think I needed to because I think Alexis that they probably <laughs> they probably already noticed that you're like um my boyfriend does this and did you know well, that my boyfriend am I just supposed <laughs> to say my friend <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine, and it's cute, so I didn't want to embarrass you, but now you gave me the opportunity, so I'm going to. She's like, I didn't want to embarrass you, but I really, really wanted I to embarrass wanted you. To. I was just waiting until it was okay. <laughs> I was waiting until you made, made I was waiting until you gave me the opportunity, and I now I took it, and I ran with it. <laughs> I just have to say, like, I, you know, I am annoying, and I'll take, I will take that, um, and I will. No, but we love it. it. Because it's true. Do you know what? Thank you so much for the support, Alexis. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Alexis got her engagement photos back, you guys. They are <gasps> yeah. absolutely beautiful and I'm thinking, stunning. I'm, I'm like thinking setting I, one of them as my phone background. Oh, my God. I literally have one as my phone background. But also, I am... Uh, the, the first one that you sent me. The, so yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. The way that the light is hitting them is so yeah. stunning. We will yeah. put some, if we remember, on the Check Your Aesthetic story. Stories, it's yeah. It's like... The, the time of day was gorgeous because the sun was, like, really, like, orange. But then you can see the moon in the sky. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, I, we're so romantic on the Check Your Aesthetic. We're so romantic. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, I love them. I'm so happy that we did them, especially because, like, um, that will be – because I'm going to – I know I'm, like, eloping, so I'm having, like, not a – big wedding but I want to send out like announcements so like Austin's family like doesn't I just like I hate the idea of someone finding out that we got married on Facebook so like I want to send out like announcements so we needed photo like a professional photo I wasn't going to be using my like iPhone selfies graduation uh, graduation (laughs) photo from 2018 um 
They're, but yeah. they're so stunning. They're like, I have literally some of them saved on my camera roll. Like, oh that's my God. so super weird of me. But, no, I love it. Yeah. Like, um, I know nobody can see this, but this one specific photo, which Alexis remind me to put it on the story. Oh, uh, the moon. It is so stunning. Okay, it's like out of focus of them, and it's focused on the moon, and then they're like smooching, they're kissing. So Austin cute. goes, why is it blurry? I was like, you're... Because it's vibes. Yeah, that's literally how I responded, because he texted me, he's like, why is it blurry? And I was like, because it's vibes. <laughs> we are the most like disgusting kind of people in the whole earth. No, 100%. But I think I want to make a TikTok. Also, that um, being said, uh, I mentioned this at the end of the episode, but I am finally getting my shit together and thank you i finally think i realized Whoa. like <laughs> but anyways i i think i realized like what my niche is and i texted katie i was literally sitting in a sandwich shop yesterday and it was taking forever for them to get me my sandwich and i just text katie i'm like i think i figured out what i who i am online lazy bitch product yes <laughs> literally because like I I love being productive that's like what I'm known for I feel like in my friend group that I'm productive but the reality is that your girl ain't productive all the time and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's very hard to do that and also sometimes I'm depressed and physically can't can't do it so I want to help out the girlies that are like me and want to get shit done but it's hard sometimes so And that yeah. is a perfect segue into today's episode, actually. So today we had Jess Massey on. Um, she is the founder, I believe would be the correct word. Yes. Let me actually. Is CEO. The correct word? CEO. Bad bitch. People, founder. Yes. Founder of Hustle Sanely. Um, she is a productivity coach isn't really the word. She's she's a she's a podcaster. She's a mentor, a productivity mentor. Yeah, I was going to um, say mentor is good one. Yeah, I've just consulted her website officially that's the word that she uses um so she just I mean she had such like actionable tips um, yeah this episode was like literally packed with just great valuable our content. entire Instagram and TikTok will just be clips of Jess for the rest literally. of time <laughs> no it was so good and she's so she was so so sweet um and yeah so we just kind of talked about the idea of being productive while still I guess being productive in all all facets of your life so not just work you need to yeah like allow time for your relationships yourself you know your health all of those kinds of things yeah um so yeah I unless we have anything else that we would like to update everybody on after our truly romantic beginning of this episode I just Um, thought I just had an intrusive thought of saying that I was pregnant even though I'm not (laughs) it's because Jess is pregnant so I think that that's what gave me the idea congratulations by the way Jess (laughs) you're copying her I'm like guys congratulate me that's how you get a bunch of people to follow you for your new like guys um I'm starting my Instagram again and I'm it's family content Guys, she's not. I'm a mommy blogger. Takes out of context. Austin, listen to this. He's like. Please. Sometimes I just let my intrusive thoughts win, you know. And do you know what? It adds to. That's why we're the funniest girls on the internet. Obviously. Um, but anyway, Alexis is not pregnant, and Jess is, and she is on the podcast. And yes. we will go ahead and, and let you guys hear what she had to say. This is Happy Club is a small business spreading awareness for mental health while building a safe space community focused on being able to share good news and encourage each other when needed. Aside from their community, they also sell trendy apparel and accessories such as tees, crewnecks, stickers, jewelry, and more. Every product is made and designed by the owner and 10% of the proceeds are donated to a mental health charity each month. Join the club and go to thisishappyclub.com for more information and use the code CYA15 for 15% off your next order. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for anybody listening who might not be familiar with you? Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I am so excited to be here. So my name is Jess Massey, and I am the owner and founder of the productivity company called Hustle Sanely. And I am so incredibly passionate about what I do because I needed what I do a couple mm-hmm. years ago. And so I feel like when that's the case, you just get really connected to your mission. Um, and what our mission is, is I am pretty much here to help ambitious women who are working toward their goals 
prioritize their mental health and their relationships as they're working toward the goal. Because Mm -hmm. so often, especially in just like social media culture, like everything is so fast moving that we kind of put off taking care of our mental health and the important relationships in our life. We're like, oh, it'll be there after I reach the goal. Like I can just take care of that stuff, you know, after X, Y, Z. But then by the time you finish X, Y, Z, you're like burnt to a crisp and you don't have the energy or capacity to take care of those things. And that sucks. So that is why I created Hustle Sanely, um, just so that we can create lifestyles that support us Working toward those goals, yes, because I'm all about that. Obviously, I'm in the productivity space, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But not by sacrificing our mental health and the important relationships in our life. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like that's like something Alexis and I have talked about so much. We've mentioned on the podcast so many times that both of us are the kind of people, which I feel like a lot of people who um, are in the entrepreneurial space are this way or creatives in general, where you have an idea and then it kind of feels like an emergency to like make it happen in the way that you've pictured it immediately. Um, And so I feel like it's hard to get yourself to kind of play that long game versus like how quickly can I get this done so I can move on to this and move on to this and move on to this. But um, on your page, you talk a lot about like ditching the idea of being overwhelmed and living more like of a peacefully productive life, which I know Alexis and I could be better at. We're like all or nothing girls. So can you kind of explain like what that whole like balance means to you and what like ditching overwhelm and living a peacefully productive life means? Yeah. So the way you describe that is honestly perfect that everything, especially when you're an entrepreneur, feels like an emergency. And Mm -hmm. it's just, that's so ingrained in us, right? So as soon as we get an idea, we feel like we need to just like clear our plates and just focus on that idea until it's like carried out perfectly to the vision in our head. And if it's not done in 48 hours, we're like, what the heck is taking so long? (laughs) This is not okay. Mm -hmm. And it's just after doing that cycle over and over and over again, you become overwhelmed, you become exhausted because things in your life that aren't that goal, they start to pile up around you, right? Because you're neglecting them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the difference between like hustling and living a peacefully productive life, it's kind of what I touched on earlier. It's working toward your goals, but at a sustainable pace while yeah. honoring yeah. your mental health and the important relationships in your life. And it's not easy. I'm not like here to tell people like, yeah, great, peaceful productivity. It's amazing. You just like check a little box and you're good to go. Right. It takes a lot of that inner work. It takes a lot of kind of circling back, revisiting things like limiting beliefs that are popping up, kind of digging into those. You have to get clear on your vision. So I teach this thing called the five keys to hustling sanely. And it's basically the foundation of everything that I teach. And it's mm-hmm. it's what sets you up to live a peacefully productive life. And I can run through those really quickly, just the name of them. Yeah. Um, the yeah. first one is get your mindset right. So like I said, just tackling those limiting beliefs, making sure that you're operating from a place of, you know, an abundance mindset, not operating from fear or anything mm-hmm. like that. So that's key number one. Key number two is get clear on your vision because you got to know what you're working toward, right? Mm-hmm. Um, key number three is define your priorities. And And this is what helps with the life outside of the goals, if you will. Um, So kind of figuring out, like, how do you want to show up in your life on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? Like, how do you want to be pouring into your community? How do you want to be pouring into yourself? Those kinds of things. Key number four is create your schedule and routines. And then key number five is implement Hustle Sanely 5 every day. And we can talk about that later on. I love that so I feel, much. I feel like number four is where I'm having the most severe issues. Yeah, I saw your like, eyes get big. You were like, uh, uh, I don't have any routines. I don't have any routines. It's so bad. It's yeah, so, well, it's so hard yeah. with, like, our line of work to, like, we, we talk about, Katie and I have talked about the, with that with the podcast before. Like, we try to have, like, set things that we do, but every single week and every single day is so different that it's hard to set routines but I think that's something that we can work on but I also love that you said my favorite word when it comes to productivity and business and like social media and everything is sustainability so Mm -hmm. I love that you said that um but something I want to talk about with I know I know my feelings on this but I want to get your opinion um how do you think that COVID kind of affected our productivity or kind of like the perception of productivity that society has like if you if you feel it has at all yeah no I definitely feel like it has and I feel like it was um one way at the beginning of COVID and then I feel like Mm -hmm. it kind of petered off into something different so at first I feel like everybody was like 
oh my gosh, we have so much free time now because mm-hmm. we're all at home. Let's get all the things done. Everybody's mm-hmm. like trying to organize their whole entire home, like just get their life in order basically because they're like, wow, I've never had the space or the time to be able to do this. So everybody kind of went balls to the wall. And yeah, I feel yeah. like they, a lot of people crashed and burned um, because they weren't doing it in a peaceful way. They kind of like went all in um, like that all or nothing mindset that we talked about earlier. And so I feel like that's how it was at the beginning. Like, and I don't feel like it was from a, a bad mental place. I think it was just right. like, all of us were kind of just trying to survive when totally, COVID first totally. happened, right? Like we were trying to cope and like mm-hmm. a lot of people, that's how they were coping. And so they just dove into trying to get all the things done, check things off their list, like things that have been sitting on the list for a long time, you know, whatever. Um, So I'm not dogging on anybody. I feel like that is like a way that a lot of people coped. Um, But then I think people started to crash and burn because they were overexerting themselves. And you can only, I feel like you can only cope using like an avoidance technique like that for so long Mm -hmm. before it catches up to you right and so I feel like after once we hit 2021 and we were like okay we're actually like still kind of in this in this 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 isn't sustainable this isn't working anymore so uh, I feel like a lot of people recognize that okay actually productivity I've always thought that it's looked one way, like go, 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 check, 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 do, do, do. But to me, productivity really is like doing the right thing at the right time, not doing all the things all the time. And so Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people started to really latch onto that and kind of start to wrap their mind around like a healthier version or a healthier perception of productivity um, toward the, you know, once we got into like 2021 and now 2022. And I think because Hustle Sanely is fairly new. I started Hustle Sanely at the tail, tail end of 2018. And I didn't start teaching productivity until like mid 2019. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 2021 is when we really, really started picking up steam because people were reaching for a healthier version of productivity. And so that's kind of, I feel like it was kind of a full circle moment. Like it started off kind of unhealthy and just like I said, people trying to cope in whatever way they could. And then they recognize like, oh, okay, this is not working. And so it kind of forced a lot of people to rewire how they view productivity, which I think is really rad. Well, I think that like with COVID, I think that we started out and everyone at the, I remember like going to the grocery store, getting all the toilet paper and everyone in line is like, this is going to be two weeks or whatever. And I think Mm -hmm. we had this mentality of like, yeah, we're going to use these two weeks as like, you know, our break and like going to, you know, reset our lives and whatever. And we had that mentality and then it was extended a month. And then it was extended two months. And then it was extended six months. And, like, we just kept that mentality of, like, we got to keep going, 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 going. And then all of us burned out because you can't maintain that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like for me, and I I didn't write a question, like, a specific question about this because I didn't know how to word it. Um, But I do want to talk about the idea of, like, kind of the opposite side of this where, for me, something that I struggle with with productivity, even more than like I used to be like girl boss uh, in like <laughs> 700 clubs in college. Like yep. I always say if you ask me to go back to like do a day my sophomore year of college, I would say no, I will. I, I'll pass out on the ground. <laughs> right. There's no way I can do that. But now it's like I am on the other side where I'm like, I deserve to rest. You know, <laughs> Girl, you've rested all day. What are you doing? Um, So I feel like that with COVID as well, kind of that that never leaving the house kind of vibe um, for some people and definitely for me in certain ways has made it harder for me to get into a routine to like get myself going, you know, and I think like kind of that balance can be hard too. So I'm interested to hear your take kind of on like the other side of things too. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people who were kind of living that, (laughs) I'm putting this in air quotes, like girl boss lifestyle, Mm -hmm. can relate when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Same, same. Man, I same as you, I think back and I'm like, how did I even function? Like how was it? And like, why was everything like 15 minutes apart? Yeah, I was like, like, literally. 
like now all the stuff I do is on my computer and it still right. wears me out. Like, and I kept, I feel like I kept, like kind of clung to that mentality even when I become an became an entrepreneur um, just because that's mm-hmm. how I was so used to living, right? Like go, yeah. go, go. Like you said, everything's like 15 minutes apart. Like you don't have any downtime. And so when COVID happened and we were kind of all forced into some sort of downtime, it kind of took us aback. I feel like yeah, those yeah, of us yeah. who were living those like busy body lifestyles and maybe at first we were kind of like panicking, like, oh my gosh, this isn't my norm. I'm not getting things done. Like I feel lazy, whatever. But then we were like, okay, hold on. This kind of feels nice. Like <laughs> right. stress, like getting a little bit of a mental break, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and so I actually struggled with this same thing. And what are we in now? 2022. When you're in the planner industry, let me just tell you, I'm like, is it 2022? because we're working on our 2024 right. products. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. it is yeah. 2022 right now. Um, so I feel like in tw- the end of 2020 is when I started to feel like this. Like I just mm-hmm. had no drive in my business. Like yeah. I was just yeah. like, you know, I've been working towards so many big goals for like a decade now. Mm-hmm. I deserve this rest, da, 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 da. And I mean, you know, you have to, to me, the thing that kind of, I guess, shifted me out of that was creating those routines that supported me being Mm -hmm. able to do both because uh, I'm an Enneagram three. I don't know if you guys are into Enneagram. Okay. So it's like Mm -hmm. very easy for me to get very tied up into what I'm working toward and kind of put all my worth and all my value in that. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm a very all in kind of gal. So it takes a lot, a lot of mental work and just kind of creating those routines that support me to be able to kind of have that harmony in my life where Mm -hmm. I'm resting well and working well. And Mm -hmm. then now that I'm at that place, I've kind of learned and I've seen the fruits of my labor that the rest actually makes the work better. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful like cycle. You know what I mean? Right. I need you to literally make me routines. <laughs> I would love to, truly. Girl, is, I'm, um, we'll talk after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need help. I, I feel like, I, got you. I feel like for me, like, cause I totally was the same. Like, I don't know. I think I was talking to Katie. I don't remember who I was talking to, but I remember just in college, like I commuted. So I'd get up and drive to school and then get, you like get ready yeah and get like, ready all of, like, and then like, like i'd walk across campus because it like the parking lot was like forever like super far away and then i'd be in like three classes walk back to my car go to work and then be at work and then go to dance class like i and i'd come home and do homework and then it would be the end of the day and now i walk from my bedroom to the office and i'm like oh been been a long day like holy crap like I feel like just my endurance for like everything in life is so like I need Mm -hmm. to it's almost like a a muscle that I need to like rework because it's just like it's it's not consistent anymore but so you talk on your page about being productive despite being exhausted which is something I definitely need to learn about um and I think like especially with COVID, like what we were just talking about, so many of us are just like so burnt out and exhausted. So how do you suggest people kind of work through that burnout and like not, well, also not overwhelming themselves and like putting themselves in this box of like, I need to hustle. I need to like be working, working, working. Yeah, I think for like the biggest tip that I can give is, I mean, obviously everything I teach goes back to those five keys to hustling sanely, but It's really kind of getting clear on your vision, but as a whole. So kind of looking Mm -hmm. at everything like life and business, I feel like a lot of business owners, they get in the habit of kind of everything is business and you kind of fit your life into that, where Mm -hmm. I think you have to kind of zoom out a little bit and look at everything as a whole, um, because that's where that like when you're exhausted, it's because your output is way more than your input, right? And Mm, input to me is like self-care. You know what I'm saying? Like taking care of yourself, doing that kind of stuff, like refueling yourself. Um, So that's kind of, I guess, step one is just kind of paying attention to your input versus your output, but not only at work, life as well. And so I think just kind of mapping out, like looking at everything as a whole and kind of being like, okay, this is where all of my energy is going out. 
and this is where it's coming in and just kind of seeing the disconnect there and creating habits. And I keep saying this word routines and you guys are probably like, oh my gosh, like please stop talking about it and help us do it. <laughs> no, please talk more about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but just like creating like habits and routines that yeah. kind of, I call them in our community, we call them daily self-care sprinkles. So it's like not these huge events where you're having to go to the spa for like two hours a week or like <laughs> right. take a bath for an hour and a half. Because that kind of wears you out too, honestly. Yeah, like- <laughs> especially if you're an introvert, you're just like, oh, I just mm-hmm. want to like do my own thing. Like yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. be going to the spa for two hours a week. Yeah. Um, and it's just like doing small things. I actually made a reel yesterday that I'm going to be sharing on my account a little bit later um about three of my favorite self-care sprinkles that i do pretty much every single day and they're Mm -hmm. things that take literally five minutes or less but they make such an impact on my day because i'm inputting and not just outputting all day so like one of them for example i take silent showers now which as an entrepreneur, yes, I used yes. to not. I would be listening to a podcast yep, or same, watching a YouTube mm-hmm. video. I literally or... talked about that with my therapist last week. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. So like taking a silent shower, that's one of my like daily self-care sprinkles. And I'm going to be taking a shower anyway. So yep. why not make it something that supports me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my examples. And it just helps me quiet my mind and just like process my own thoughts instead of constantly like – having other people's thoughts and opinions thrown at me you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. um so that's one a second one that I like to do I'm a I, I love and use essential oils so I sit down mm-hmm. before my work day and it's kind of just like a little ritual of mine before I start my work day I roll on an essential oil that helps with like focus and confidence and I just take a second to like roll it on my wrist like inhale the scent and just like say something that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. takes me 30 seconds right and it yeah. just kind of like grounds me a little bit and then another example is I take a lunch break and I work from home entrepreneur I used to not. I used to just like eat something really quickly, a protein bar at my desk and keep working. Now I have like hard lunch breaks. They're not at the same time every day just because my schedule looks a little bit different every day, but I make it a priority to take at least 30 minutes to step away from my desk out of my office, um, make an actual lunch, which is a perk of working from home, right? And then I take it outside as long as it's not raining. I live in Florida and (laughs) in the summer it is forever raining. All the time. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of hard, but I like to go outside and get some vitamin D and just like eat my lunch without technology. So like those, those are things that I'm doing every day. I'm showering every day. I'm working Monday through Thursday, so almost every day, and I'm eating lunch every day. So just taking normal activities that you're doing and kind of making them into like these self-care moments so that you are getting that input and you're not just outputting all day long. Because I really do think that's where that overwhelm and exhaustion and the burnout comes from. Totally. Yeah, and I feel like the an idea that I think we've talked about on the podcast before, but one that as I get older becomes like more and more important to me is that even though I love what I do, obviously I work for myself, I love what I do, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't um, because it's not easy, but I'm not like living to work. That's just yeah. not the life that I'm living. Like I'm working to live and I think that's something that we forget a lot because actually like I've just been having a lot of conversations recently about the construct of work um and just like I don't know who invented it and why can't we just have fun all the time um (laughs) but then I would probably feel like crap about myself because I put myself worth in my productivity (laughs) but I do feel like that's just thinking about like you know you're you're working to you know fulfill yourself but you're also working to like make money so you can then go out and have a fun dinner with your friends or do what like do whatever you love um and I also love what you said about like what what is like like it's personal what like fills you up because it's not going to be the same for each person. So it's not like you can give somebody a list of like, do these five things and do these every day or every week and you're going to be fixed. Like it's personal about like what drains your energy. And Alexis and I have talked about that too in general with like working together as like business partners. We don't want one person to have all the tasks that drain sure. them. Then the other person to be like, oh, I don't mind all these that I yeah. do. But then the other person's like, oh, well, I hate every single task that I have to do. So right. that sucks. Um, but I feel like thinking about it that way and then just thinking about like, and you know what, if you live to work, if that's what you love, 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 then okay. But I feel like kind of the idea behind hustling sanely is like you're working to live. You're, you know, you're doing this so that you can right. have the things in your life that you want and emotionally, you know, work does help you with your confidence and all of that, but it's not like you're just like working to work like a dog. You right. Know? Work is part of your life, not your whole life. Right? Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so we've, or you've talked a lot about prioritizing certain goals and setting three, like specifically three goals for each day. What is kind of the thought process behind the three and why do you think it's important to prioritize three goals a day? Yeah, okay, so you're talking about what we call focus three in the Hustle Sainly community and it's basically, okay, I am the opposite of a fan. Like the super fan, I'm the opposite of that. Whatever that is, I Mm -hmm. loathe long to-do lists, like daily Mm to-do lists because Mm -hmm. I feel like they're so overwhelming. They cause us to kind of, yeah, they're intimidating. Even they they leave you feeling defeated at the end of the day because nobody can complete a to-do list of like 15 to 20 items a day. Like we're one human being, right? Especially because as you dig into one task, a lot of the times it turns into like two or three because things Mm -hmm. like kind of spider off Mm -hmm. of it or whatever. Um, And so I am such a fan of starting the day with a very small, sustainable daily to-do list um, because it allows you to give your best time and energy to those tasks that actually need to be done. And that's what your focus three are. It's the three most important tasks that need to get done every single day. The Mm -hmm. tasks that you want to give your best time and energy to and the way because a lot of people are like okay cool but like how do I know like what mine are well like you said they're going to tie back to the bigger goals that you're working toward you want to choose like needle moving tasks as your focus three not just like okay feed my dog so that I can check off my (laughs) list amazing Mm -hmm. like no you're going to do that anyway Um, but like choosing tasks that actually align with your goals and are going to help you make a little bit of progress towards something that you're working on Um, and it's just so many people when they first heard of Hustle Stanley, they're like, "Mm, I'm skeptical of choosing like three most important tasks. And I'm like, okay, that's the thing is you're not only having three things to do the entire day. Like that's not my heart behind that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, no, like have your to-do list of like seven things to do for the day. Amazing. I love that. I usually operate that way, but you have to know which three are the most important things Mm -hmm. Yeah. because at the end of the day, like you want to be able to like lay your head down on the pillow and be like, okay, I got the three most important things done. It's a mindset thing because like we talked about earlier, if you have that giant like mile long to-do list, at the end of the day, even if you got 10 of those 20 things done, you're just like, wow, I suck. I did not yeah. get anything done, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like this tailspin of like your your mindset. And so having those three tasks that are prioritized and you're like, okay, these are the most important. It's really, it really is like a mindset thing. It allows you to be like, okay, I got the most important things done today. And then, hello, you're making progress on the important goals because you're right, getting the right. things done every day. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm the, the craziest thing that I do is that I make a weekly to-do list but then it stresses me out at the beginning of the week. So I will work like until like midnight on Monday to try to finish everything for the week so that I don't feel stressed the rest of the week. Right. But then you find stuff to add on to the oh, list. You for always the rest will. Of the exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But especially like with school, because I'm in graduate school and my assignment list, I'm like, I have to finish this the minute that I like realize that it's due. Right. And I feel like it would be really helpful to know like, to know, I, can, I know I can do three things a day. Then you're able to break down your weekly to-do list in a way where you're like, okay, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I don't need to do it all on Monday and I don't need to work till 2 a.m. It really does give you peace of mind knowing yeah, that like everything exactly. has like a home. You know what I mean? That's kind of how yeah. I view it. I'm like, I teach batching. Like I'm a huge fan of batch scheduling by the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a workshop where I teach that in depth because it actually changed how I operate my business, how I run yeah. everything that I do. And it's allowed me, when I started Hustle Sanely, I'm going to be honest, I was not hustling Sanely, y'all. I was working like <laughs> 60 hours a week. Like, right. it, was, it was very ironic, truly. Now I'm working like 20, 25 hours a week. Yeah. I'm getting the same amount of work done, but it's just I know where things are living. So instead of spending half of the hours in my week stressing out about when I'm going to get stuff done – I'm spending all of my time working on what needs to be done totally. because I know where it lives. I'm like, okay, Monday, these are the things that are happening. Tuesday, these are the things that are happening. And it kind of repeats in a pattern every week. Right. Um, and so that has helped me so incredibly much. Yeah. I think yeah. that that is also, also actually something that I talked about with my therapist that – the podcast is like therapy. Like, no, literally. literally. Secondary like, therapy. It seriously is. No, we talk, we both, Katie and I see a therapist and we both talk about our therapy like all the time. But Same. I think that it's interesting with working from home, I think a lot of us have 
either worked in nine to five before or we have Mm -hmm. parents that worked in nine to five. So we grew up and our experience is with that nine to five culture. But then when we go to working from home, we're not in that culture anymore. And the reality is that you're not sitting at a desk from nine to five, nine a.m. No. to five p.m. working the entire you're not time. Working. No, no, <laughs> like you're going to the water cooler and like hearing the drama about Susie's my ex-husband. Husband. Yeah, you know, no, like, literally, my boyfriend the other day was like, "I watched YouTube videos for three hours silently in my office all afternoon." <laughs> right. Yeah, and I Listen, was like, "You guys, same. there's there have been so many studies done in the productivity space. Each person." has between three and six productive hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's a like day, four. even when yeah. you're not even – like, that includes, like, at home, not just at work. And I'm yeah. just like – it blows my mind that we – like you guys said, we're just so used to the, quote, nine-to-five structure, like Monday through Friday, 40-hour work week. I am so much more productive now that I work a four-day work week and I work like 20, 25 hours a week. Mm-hmm. My, my work quality is so much better because yeah. I'm not I'm not like stretching my capacity or just – you know what I mean? Have you guys heard of this thing called Parkinson's Law before? No, I'm so excited. No, I'm so okay. Excited. It's something else in the productivity space and it's – okay. When you give yourself five hours to do a task – it'll take you the full five hours. Right. If you give yourself an hour and a half to get that task done, you'll get it done in an hour Mm -hmm. and a half. That's Parkinson's laws. Like you're, the task is going to fill the time that you give it basically. Mm -hmm. So like an example that a lot of people use when they're talking about it is like, if you know you have company coming over to your house, Mm. you can get your house clean in 20 minutes. Right. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to spend all day Saturday cleaning the house it's going to take you all day Saturday to clean the yeah. house. So it's like, we have to think of it like that too. I feel like we are so used to assigning these arbitrary timelines to things that we do, especially like our work weeks, yeah. Um, yeah. things like that. And those of us who are entrepreneurs, we have the flexibility to not operate like that. And it is yes. scary and it is weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. To and it feels like lazy. Yes. Like it feel- yes. yes. That's what I was. That's yes. That's my yeah. issue. So I sit there I and just, I think that I'm like just like being lazy when yeah. in all actuality I'm just I mean I'm getting the same amount done that I would if I was sitting at a desk I would just be sitting at a desk being like yeah exactly watching YouTube videos like your boyfriend right yeah, yeah for silently for three hours yeah like, and it's like I'm five and a half months pregnant when we are recording this and so a lot of my priorities are starting to shift and so mm, yeah. I transition to a four-day work week back when I found out that I was pregnant in April and I it's July now almost August I'm just now getting it nailed down like it takes practice and I think Mm -hmm. that's something that people kind of overlook rest takes practice like it's something that you have to continually do and try and shift and pivot because what works for me isn't going to work for you and vice versa. And so I think a lot of people are looking for like a formula, but there isn't one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think just giving yourself permission and space to try things. And I always suggest trying things for like two to three weeks before you're like, "Mm, this sucks. This doesn't work for me. Just because it does feel like for the first week, anytime I'm trying anything where I'm like kind of backing off a little bit, like you said, I feel lazy. I feel like I should be doing more more, yada, yada, yada. So I give myself like a week to have those kinds of feelings and work through those with my Mm -hmm. therapist usually. Um, And then after that, I'm like, okay, now that that first week is out of the way, let me actually try this thing for like one or two more weeks and see how it goes. But Mm -hmm. I just, I think so many people don't recognize that, that we have to practice rest because the way that a lot of us were brought up, it's not something like I was always kind of taught that you have to earn your rest. Like, that's how it was when I was younger. Like, once you do X, Y, Z, if you have time left over, then you can kind of relax or refill your tank. Whereas Mm -hmm. I teach the opposite in the Hustle Stanley community. I'm like, we operate from a place of rest. Because when we start with rest, you show up for everything in your life so much stronger. Yeah. And I also feel like when we talk about rest, like, kind of like we mentioned earlier, but like, for me, it's hard to break out of the idea in my brain that like rest is only when I'm sitting on my couch with nothing to do looking through Netflix like what <laughs> yeah. watch. Right. But like that's not all it is. It's like hanging yeah. out with your friends, going hanging for out with a your walk. fiance, hanging out with your boyfriend. Yeah, going for a walk, walking your dog, like taking a long shower, like all those things. It for some people it could be cleaning your house. Like right. it just like it depends on it doesn't always have to be like being 
like bored. Like right. rest doesn't mean that you're, you're bored. bored. Right. Um, and I feel like that's something that is kind of hard to break out of um, for for me, especially after COVID. Because yeah. in COVID, like all you did was like, what am I going to watch next? <laughs> like what's what else can I watch? At least that's right. what I did. Um, so I feel like that's something that's hard to break out of. And it's so interesting because person. I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but there are actually seven different types of rest. I don't know them mm. all off the top of my head. Um, I have a whole podcast episode in my show. I can send you the link to pop in the show yeah, notes or whatever. Yeah, um, but when I learned that, that is something that helped me rest better because I think I was trying to, like you said, just put myself in this box of like rest is sitting on the couch watching TV mm-hmm. just because that's always what I saw my parents do growing up. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what I was used to. And that is rest for a lot of people. Like, my best friend, you guys know Carson, that is rest Mm -hmm. for her. She lives to sit on the couch with a good show. Like, it is a Mm -hmm. moment for her. (laughs) Me, that does not work for me. Mm -hmm. I rest best when I'm outside, when I'm in the fresh air, when I'm biking, walking, paddle boarding with my husband, rollerblading. Like, that just makes me feel rested. To me, rest is whatever refreshes you like whatever kind of Mm -hmm. puts your mind at ease like that is resting yeah absolutely agree um so we've talked about the feeling of like overwhelm um and I think that that can definitely be attributed to like a, a certain goal that someone has um and I know personally like it's very easy to like get in your head and like almost make the goal like bigger than it is you know and like so with the growth of the like feeling of that goal so does the overwhelm um so how would you suggest that that person despite the fears associated with that goal that they like still move forward with it yeah so I have this saying and it kind of ruffles some feathers but I really do believe it or I wouldn't say it Mm -hmm. I think overwhelm is a choice like we choose to be overwhelmed and the way that we choose versus don't choose it is how we show up Mm -hmm. in our daily lives right and of course like everyone experiences overwhelm um, but you can choose to stay there or you can choose to move out of that and one of my favorite ways um, to get out of overwhelm, especially when I'm working toward a specific goal and it just feels like very big, very daunting. Like for me right now, and this isn't really business focused, but I'm preparing to become a mom and there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. And I was talking about overwhelm. Yeah. I was like, yeah. there are so many different little tasks that you have to do, like tasks that I don't even know exist yet because I, I just God. don't know what that is mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just kind of stuck in my head for probably like two weeks and I was just overwhelmed kind of paralyzed, like not doing anything. Cause I was like, well, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. So something that always helps me is I do a massive brain dump. Like I just on a blank piece of paper, Google doc, whatever you want to do. I just dump out every single thought, every single task, like anything that surrounds that project or goal or whatever, get it out of your head. Because nine times out of 10, when you get it out, you're going to feel a lot better even just by doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you leave things swirling up in your mind, it gets very messy. It gets very clogged up up there. But when you get it out, you're like creating space to process the things yes. that you mm-hmm. just cut out, right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, so that's what I always do first is I kind of brain dump. And then I'm a big fan of chunking. I hate that word so much. I think it's one of the ugliest words. <laughs> but it's, I don't know another word for it. Um, so like chunking up the goal into like – smaller action steps. So there are many different ways to do this, depending on how you're wired, depending on the goal, like just all kinds of stuff. But we'll stick with my um, becoming a mom example. And so what I was overwhelmed with trying to prepare for some sort of maternity leave for work Mm -hmm. and getting our lives ready to have a baby. baby. This yeah. is our first yeah. kid. Yeah, we literally know nothing of what's happening. That's so exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. So once I brain dumped all the tasks that I knew that I needed to get done, I created kind of like a timeline, if you will, where, mm-hmm. so I, I did this back in May. So I had May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December, because I'm due in December, like written out on a Google Doc. And then under each month, I had two lists, work and life. And mm-hmm. I put in bullet point format, like, okay, these are the three things that I want to work on in May for life. These are the three that I want to work on for 
business. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of seeing, and it, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's just putting those things in a bucket. Like you see where yeah. they go. So you're like, okay, yeah, I can get all these done. They all have a home. I don't have to do them all right now and spin out of control. Yeah. Yes. Um, and just obviously too, something, one big thing that we always say in the hustle Sunday community, our schedules and our routines, like anything that we're creating our to-do list, they're tools, not chains. So we're not stuck to them. Mm -hmm. So I've shifted a lot of things since creating that first like master to-do list if you will um because I've learned like okay actually you don't need to find a pediatrician until the third trimester and I thought I need to mm -hmm. do that right away you know what I mean so it's like you have to be okay with like shifting things around but yeah. I think just having that initial game plan and getting everything out of your mind and then kind of seeing like okay I can do these three to five things in May. I can do these three to five things in June and so on and so forth. It just mm -hmm. gives you like that peace of mind to be like, okay, this is good. I, I have a game. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Agreed. And I also feel like something that obviously when you're giving the example of being a mom, you're kind of on a set time you know, you have nine sure. months. Yeah. You're yeah. nine months. <laughs> right. But like we talked about earlier, not everything is an emergency. So when you have this big goal, you can give yourself a normal human amount of time. You don't have yeah. to do it in like a month. Like you can give yourself the correct amount of time to do it um, or however long you need. Like you said, you can adjust that, which I feel like is um, a really important thing to yeah as well. that's such a good point because mm -hmm. I feel like when I first started my business like the very first course I ever put out I was like okay you have one month to create this to launch <laughs> right. it to like do the thing and I was like all right done got it let's do this I yeah. ran myself into the ground and then no, and like you end, said earlier you'll do it you yeah, will get it 100%. you'll do it but then you're like yeah at the end I was like oh my gosh I am a rag doll like yeah. there's yeah, nothing never want to do it again. I'm a shell yeah. of a human like I don't mm -hmm. even have the capacity left to like sell this thing because right, there's yep. nothing left in me. So now I give myself like a quarter to create a course. Yes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's so much more fruitful on the back end. Like it's just like such a more peaceful experience. My exactly. sales are better because I'm showing up from a place of rest and not from a place of like frantic burnout. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it applies to life, business, everything. Yes, for sure. Okay, so for our last question before random questions, if you had somebody, let's say somebody has not been listening this entire time. They have been tuning this whole thing out and they're finally listening. You can only give them one tip for work-life balance. What is that tip? Implement Hustle Sanely 5 every day. So Hustle Sanely 5, it was the fifth key to hustling sanely. And I said, oh, we'll talk about that later. Okay, hello. It is later. We're going to talk about it. Um, so HS5, Hustle Sanely 5, it's five habits that we do every day to help us make progress on our goals while prioritizing our mental health and relationships. So if somebody is brand new to trying to hustle sanely and live a peacefully productive life, this is where I tell them to start because it's action. It's something to sink your teeth into. Mm -hmm. It's not that inner work that sometimes can take a little bit longer, a little bit, it's a little bit more gray, like Hustle Stanley 5 is black and white, right? Um, yep. So the five habits, number one, complete your focus three, which we talked about earlier. So knowing what your focus three are every day and getting those done. Number two mm -hmm. is move for 30 minutes. So whether that looks like going to the gym, going on a walk, stretching, doing yoga, like whatever you want to do move your body for 30 minutes. I used to be a certified personal trainer and I'm very passionate about the mental health benefits of movement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So that is number two. Number three is tidy for 15 minutes. So just spending 15 minutes, just like resetting your space. Um, so that's number three. Number four is say or do one kind thing for yourself. And number five kind of plays off of that one, say or do one kind thing for someone else. So mm -hmm. I say that is my like number one tip for work-life balance because it hits all of it, right? Like right. you're taking yeah. care of yourself as a whole human. You're making sure to check in with at least one other person um, and you're getting three important things done toward your yeah. goal. So yeah. it's like, it just gives you a blueprint to follow. If you're like, I just feel scattered, overwhelmed all over the place. How do we do this? Like, it's just a place to start. Absolutely. I love that. All right. Random question of the day. It is, what is your most toxic trait when it comes to productivity? I feel like we've talked about so many. A lot, yeah. <laughs> um, so far, but Jess, you can go ahead and start. Mine, the first one that comes to mind is I get tunnel vision. 
whenever mm-hmm. I'm starting a new project and it yeah. comes from a place of, I feel like it used to come from a place of scarcity. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to hurry up and do this before somebody else does it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like when I first became an entrepreneur, now it genuinely comes from a place of excitement. Like I get yeah. so stoked about like a new idea or a new project. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Okay. And like, it's it, even though it goes against everything that I teach, like it's very easy for me to get tunnel vision and let everything else, like my mental health, life, yeah, relationships yeah. kind of fall to the wayside. So I have to be very, very, very aware and intentional of operating from a place of peaceful productivity and not that hustle culture where you have like tunnel vision and like the goal is the end all be all. Totally. Yeah. 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 Alexis, what about you? Yeah. So I kind of, I relate and I would say Alexis, my. Girl, Alexa, shut up. As uh, if I was talking to her. As <laughs> Literally yesterday I had this meeting and this guy was like, you're the first person that I've met in real life that has a name similar to Alexa. Is that annoying? I was like, yes, I hate Alexa. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyways, any, what I was saying before, Alexa really interrupted. I am like literally the most all or nothing person in like my entire life. And it like all relates to each other so I will either be going to the gym every single day of the week I will be like drinking an entire celsius every day of the week I will be going to the grocery store like right away getting like meal planning which is good but like meal planning um getting my planner all done doing my school like right away like all that and I will like be on my shit but I'll be like dying at the same time because I'm like just running myself dry whoops I dropped my squish anyways um and then the other end of that is that I really it all relates to each other because then I burn out and then I'm like depressed because I've burnt out and because I missed the gym one day of the week and then I'm like mm-hmm. wow that sucks okay well I might as well do nothing today and yeah. I'm gonna then I'm more upset because I didn't go to the grocery store so then I'm going to accidentally procrastinate my school and blah blah blah, blah. so yeah that's pretty much my thing but I am actually plug for myself I finally am getting my shit together and starting more content creation surrounding my own like lazy productivity um so yeah um okay so for me I kind of said it earlier but I have this like like I always want to have free time with no plans or free time with no work and so I will like go 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 make myself work for like just a crazy amount of hours so that like and for some reason I can only think of the span of weeks so I'm like getting all this stuff done on like Monday or Tuesday and then I have like hardly any tasks left for the end of the week, but then I'll still come up with things because I'm not going to sit there all week. Yeah. But, um, and then it like resets every week. So then I make my like Mondays and Tuesdays super miserable and like try to be as productive as possible. And then the rest of the week, I'm just sitting there like a little bit bored and like right. not really sure. Like I'm probably I do the same tired because like, I'm so bored yeah. tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I schedule like even meetings, like I'll schedule everything Monday, Tuesday. Like I just try to pack my Mondays always. and Tuesday like a crazy person. Yeah. Like I don't really know what my problem is. Um, but for some reason it just feels like, oh, then I don't have anything to do. But like I'll always have things to do. There's always stuff you can do, especially when you run yeah. your own business. Like there's just always stuff you can do. Um, and so that's why I need routines and that's why I need help. Well, I think you need to like, Seriously. I think you need to like spread it out because like it actually is. Well, it's, yeah, it's I just feel crazy. Like it's, like, it's good to have crazy. something to do in the day, like having nothing. Well, yeah, because like otherwise I'm just sitting and sitting, waiting for my next Watching plan. Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's bad. It's just not, it's it's not even fun. Um, but anyway, after all of our craziness and uh, productivity issues, Jess, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself and tell everybody where they can find you and become a part of the Hustle Sanely community. Yeah, for sure. So everything that I do online lives at jessicamassey.com, which is so weird because I do not go by Jessica. So like when I got that URL like a couple years ago, I didn't really think that through. But it's jessicamassey.com. And like I said, that's where you can find my podcast, my courses, our planners, like mm-hmm. all the things. And then as far as like on a day-to-day basis, I hang out the most on Instagram stories. And mm-hmm. my handle is at jessmmassey. So there's two M's kind of hiding in the middle there. Um, yeah, those are the two main places that I hang out online. 
I love Jess's Instagram, by the way. Everybody yeah. goes follow. <laughs> yeah. Obsessed, obsessed. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. And our personals, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich, and Jess M. Massey. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. See ya.